This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. Hello and welcome to Mind Your Mornings. As always, we are here to talk about mental health, human nature and the complexities of the mind. On this show, we discuss theories, share experiences and question the obvious. We delve deeper into the why. Join us as we explore another topic, another concept, another human experience of the human mind. Hi, I'm Anushka, your host for this evening. I am back today with another episode of Mind Your Minds. In the last episode, we discussed addiction with Sudha. And that gave me a lot to think about. I started looking at my smoker friends differently. I tried to understand why some people prioritize their work over holidays with their family. And I also began to notice my own relationship with food, alcohol, work, and coffee. We have a lot more to learn on addiction and different types of addiction to see what they really are. Since the last episode, we have got a lot of requests to talk about some specific addictions. In this episode, we have tried to include a lot of those. I have Sudha with me again, who will take us behind the scenes of these addictions and what it feels like. Hi, Sudha. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us again today to dive deeper into the top- topic of addiction. Thank you, Anushka. And it's certainly my pleasure um, because I, I think this is a really important topic. It's, it's a silent plague, no doubt, but not so silent plague. Because when I was reading about addiction in the economic times, in the year 2022 alone, addiction has increased 50% addiction behaviors. And more and more young people are resorting to it. And it's now come into the front of a public health concern. And so I think, you know, just being part of this podcast and sharing some of my views, my experiences. I hope it will benefit and help a large group of people. Yeah. Thank you, Sudha. Again, thank you for having us today. Uh, We also have Manoj with us. Manoj is Sudha's client. He's been seeing her for the past uh, six months, and he's been gracious enough to accept our invitation to be on this episode today and talk about his journey with addiction. Hi, Manoj. So glad to have you here with us. Yeah, thanks, Anushka. I think uh, happy to happy to be here, and uh, anyways, with uh, in any which ways I can kind of contribute to this discussion. Thank you, thank you. And uh, you know, as I mentioned mentioned earlier, not it's not often that people are comfortable to really share their journey publicly. So I'm very, very glad to have you with us today. I'm sure it'll be a, a lot of help to people when they hear this, especially if they see some, you know, common uh, patterns and, and hopefully they will, they will also go out and uh, seek some help. Um, so Siddha, Siddha, since the last episode um, that we did on addiction, um, just to sort of refresh everyone's uh, mind over here, addiction, what we discussed, it has three main criteria, right? That is one, it brings immediate relief. Two, you really have no control over, over it. And three, it is very detrimental to everyday life. And that's what makes addiction go beyond just a habit. Yes. Can you just uh, explain more on that? Yes. Uh, I mean, so let me just uh, maybe set the context uh, when we are talking about addiction. Uh, I would like to actually, uh, uh, you know, help people understand that there can be a scale of zero to 10. 
okay and where you might be on that and this is purely to reflect on if you're on the scale of 5 to 10 um i mean what might you be going through however if you're on the 0 to 5 how is it limiting your potential you know how is it not helping you to be, have more access to your natural resources because okay. addiction actually starts with uh, you know the void the void for um, not having adequate resources or to deal with one's own life issues uh, to deal with one's own emotional distress and um, the lack of support you know um, the right support uh, to help someone, you know, come through all these situations that really makes people resort to something quite external. It could be a substance or an activity. And we have to understand how this impacts mental health. And we also have to understand one very important thing which we really don't talk about is that a person who really is on that scale of five to 10 they are in the grip and they okay. feel helpless, trapped, and they are suffering. They want to come out of it, but they don't know how to. And so this is a very important area of concern because there is a lack of adequate support, societal, um, um, coupled with societal attitudes and the lack of awareness. So there is a whole combination of factors, but my concern is that how will this impact you know, people and the world from a psychosocial economic point of view? You know? Yeah, okay. is there going to be a deterioration of people's well-being in these three areas? So that's my uh, concern. Just as depression and anxiety has become a major concern, which is also part of addiction, but you know, the context is really about this. A, uh, it's about uh, you know people resorting to and increasingly becoming more addictive to you know the people on the zero to five scale scale how can they you know help themselves become more potent and become more aware of their own natural resources which in turn will increase their own uh, psychological social and mental health, well-being so if I really talk about what addiction does, it's, a, it's about our urges. It's a very compelling and something we resort, begin to resort to more and more, and then it becomes very excessively. Okay? So when people engage in a certain activity, they do experience that feel-good experience, and then they tend to hover around it you know, for some time. They start experimenting, they start engaging with it. And then they realize this is something which either takes them away from the real life, you know, uh, challenging issues, and also helps them to numb their feelings and maybe divert their mind or to feel good. Yeah, mm -hmm. somewhere they start to feel good also. This can come from eating food, uh, art, engaging in sexual activities, However, it is that increasing dependence on this external activity to feel good is what is termed as the hijacking of the brain. Okay. The brain actually starts to believe 
that this activity or substance is essential for its survival. And what gets stimulated are very in, uh, increased or very intense stimulation of the brain's reward system. And it gets activated very hyper and in a very intense way. And it, it be begins by releasing a dope, uh, compound called or chemical called dopamine. Yeah, the happy, what makes mm. you feel happy, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, so neurotransmitter that plays an important role in the brain's reward system and seeks pleasure. So when the dopamine is re released, the brain begins to focus more on the activity that becomes a preoccupation that triggers its release. The high focus and attention create a strong uh, memory of pleasure in the brain. And so there's an association. This makes us seek it out again and again. And that's where it becomes like a vicious cycle and engaged in that uh, activity and takes us away from our own autonomous thinking. This is interesting. So that's what really can be any activity, right? It's not necessarily limited to substance as such. Yes. And it can also be uh, like, can a routine also become an, an addiction? For example, people who are very, very, who spend a lot of time exercising or even workaholics for that matter, as the name suggests. Um, can you just, can you just tell us more about you know, addictions that are not limited to substances alone? Yes. So, you know, when you're talking about walking and exercise, um, it's a very healthy, you know, um, activity for us to engage in both for our physical and mental well-being. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. But when does it become unhealthy is when it becomes an obsession. Yeah. And, and this really fits into how we think about ourselves or believe about ourselves related to our bodily image and um, that it could stem from that, that obsession, that obsessive thinking that my body is not perfect, I don't look perfect. And so, you know, that becomes the cycle, you know, to, uh, okay. to engage in, yeah. Okay. And uh, so I think that also would mean that, um, it's detrimental to your routine in the sense that does everything then revolve around that one aspect? For example, I have to work out of, at 7 a.m. or come what may at 7 p.m. I have to have that one drink. Like how, how, how does that? that yes, work? yes. It becomes an obsession, you know, that if I don't do it, that means I'm really not paying attention to what, you know, how my body is looking or how I am feeling. So therefore, let me turn to it. And that okay. those series of associations become part of the compelling obsession to do it over and over again. Okay. And, and what can determine that it can be an obsession is when you stop doing it. You know, you have withdrawal yeah. symptoms. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's really interesting, Sudha. And I think uh, let's jump right into Manoj's story. Um, hi, Manoj, can you uh, share a little bit of your journey, whatever you feel comfortable to share? Yeah, uh, I think uh, uh, I think I started working with Siddha what, around six months back. Um, uh, and just to kind of before I kind of jump into a few elements uh, specifically, but I think I think one of the things which 
uh, Sudha was talking about, I can closely definitely relate to is, is this association uh, uh, problem, uh, right? For your routine or habits, which you want to uh, get away with. But there is always an association uh, of a particular place or a particular memory or a particular time that kind of gets associated to it where you know that you need that hit of dopamine and then you tend to kind of keep following uh, to that path uh, uh, and seeking for it uh, as much as you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've also realized is that uh, 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 I think post a certain threshold of doing that activity, I think, uh, I mean, so that can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I just feel that that level of dopamine hit, you don't get it anymore, right? You just do it yeah. because you feel that. Trying to recreate uh, it. Yeah, yeah you're, you're just trying to kind of go after it every time to recreate it, but it, yes. you don't really... Uh, uh, get it back uh, in the same way. So then you're basically yeah. just trying, I mean, just chasing it all the time. Correct, correct. Yeah. Right, uh, and uh, so um, just to give a little bit more background, I think uh, Manoj is one of those few people I know who has successfully quit smoking. Um, yeah, that's a, I think that's a big, big deal. Um, so Manoj, if you can just uh, go a little into... When did you start? How did you start? Um, and also, how did you reach this stage where you said, you know, I would like to talk to someone? Um, or is it something that just came through talking to uh, talk through therapy and it wasn't really why you came to therapy, right? Can you just uh, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I, I think I think just to kind of uh, uh, be very uh, uh, honest about this i think i i don't i don't think there is a zero or one in terms of the quit part of it when when okay. uh, because i think i've been i've been kind of smoking for last what 10 12 years uh, right uh, uh, i think it's going to be a journey i i, I picked this up uh, 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 the conversation uh, actually so the entire uh, idea of reaching out to sudha did not stem from smoking uh, to okay. be honest uh, we, uh, i kind of reached out to her because I was going through uh, uh, some things which I felt uh, uh, needed attention, uh, needed help. Um, and I, I I think for the longest period of time, I think uh, I've always believed that just like you, for your body and and whether it is your financial health, your body health, yeah. uh, physical health, you need regular upkeep and you have to keep kind of seeking out help and try to figure out what you can do better and what you're not doing correctly. And similarly, I think, uh, I always felt that therapy uh, is 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 one such thing for the mind, which is probably the most important uh, yeah. uh, organ in the body, and and this kind of uh, helps us to have a regular upkeep, uh, right? So that, that that was the reason why I kind of reached out to Sudha. Um, and uh, every time we used to have a conversation, I think I think my smoking would 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 come up very often, um, uh, right? And then I think uh, honestly, I I don't think we 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 wanted to get through the journey of saying that, hey, uh, can we kind of start discussing this so that you can uh, quit it, uh, right? I okay. think we slowly just started to identify what, why this is happening, uh, uh, right? Why do I smoke? What are the places I smoke? What is my association with smoking, uh, uh, et cetera, right? And in, in that entire conversations, I also realized that it is not, uh, it's it's not, Smoking is not the outcome, right? It is it is a symptom for something much more deeper. Um, and at the same time, I also felt that it was not just smoking. I had certain behavioral patterns uh, 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 which are uh, uh, which are very similar to kind of smoking, and the reason stems from very similar uh, okay. uh, issues. 
Okay. Uh, one of which is also, I think, I, I, uh, I think it is, it is fair to say that I, I, to a long extent, I think I was addicted to shopping. Uh, oh wow! Okay. Uh, uh, right, and uh, uh, I mean, especially with tech gadgets, I think, I think uh, it did not matter oh. whether I needed the product or not. I, I anything new that is to come. Uh, uh, whether it is Steve Jobs launching, Tim Cook launching, I I, I have to have it right. So uh, 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 whether I I used it or not, or I wanted it or not, right? And and I, I, I all of these were were I think similar behaviors. Um, and we started kind of isolating these, um, and and try to figure, try to kind of go deep in terms of uh, 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 why would I smoke, right? And when would I smoke, or wh- why would I shop impulsively? When would I uh, shop impulsively, uh, right? And and I think one of the things which we also landed up with is that we started replaying these situations, right? We started replaying these situations when we were talking and we were trying to see, observe my feelings, my behavior, etc. Um, through the process, right? is it? Through the process, through the process, okay. right? And and trying to imagine what, what I would go through. And then I think through the next week, we used to sit together. Like when I was alone, I, would, I used to kind of think about it and observe what is going through my body and my mind during that, uh, that, that moment of urge, uh, right? Uh, and honestly, I, I don't think so. Uh, I would I would still say that I, I'm not 100% there yet. I think it's a journey. It is going to take uh, a lot. I wouldn't say Gradual lot, process. but probably. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's going yeah. to be a process, right? I think you you have a particular activity which you've been doing for 10 years in your life. And yeah. it, it can't go away on day one. Uh, yeah, it's I, a I big part it, of your identity. Be, also. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So it is going to take that process. So, and honestly, at that time, I think we never thought we will get here. Uh, right. And oh, this okay. is the end goal we were looking at. Uh, right. Wow. On, on these particular specific uh, uh, specific activities. Uh, right. Um, I, I just feel shopping has been a little more easier to control uh, and observe and, and, and kind of to rationally have a conversation. Uh, uh, absolutely. But yeah, I think this is not this is not where we started or where we wanted to head towards. This is something which kind of came out accidentally. And then we, when we were starting to kind of dive deeper and deeper and deeper, and this was just, a, uh, I would say, a happy outcome uh, uh, out of our conversations. Very nice to hear, uh, Manoj. Very nice to hear. So basically, therapy brought that awareness to you, right? To get a deeper understanding yeah. of the yeah. issue. And I think, as you mentioned, you've been able to take small steps and in the larger scheme of things, that is what yeah. has been able to get you to, to where you are. Um, yeah. Can you share what you, like, you know, I think earlier you were talking about um, how, you, how you, by yourself, you were able to link probably experience and incidents together. So can you, can you share uh, what really worked for you through your therapy process after the session was done um you know with regard to smoking and shopping once you felt an urge how did you you deal with it after that awareness came yeah so i think i think uh, uh, one of the ta- i mean see there are two parts to it right so one one part of it is the entire philosophy or the reason why you started it um, yeah uh, uh, but understanding that uh, can get you only so far, um, uh, and I have I have uh, a lot of friends who ha- who have kind of quit smoking through willpower, but I don't think so that that was my uh, yeah. process because I did try and and had gotten a break for a year or so, but then I used to kind of uh, pick it up because uh, I did not have a tactical tool with me uh, uh, yeah. on on, on the, uh, 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 when you get that urge, what you need to do, etc. All of that, right? 
and i think that is where uh, i mean suda really helped me uh, 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 i think we did we did a lot of uh, i think what now i understand is a f- uh, felt sense work right uh, uh, this helped me to kind of be aware of what was happening within me uh, both mentally and physically and like whenever she whenever during the sessions we used to discuss and and uh 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 she used to ask me where is this feeling coming from and and it was very funny that it was always from the gut uh, right and uh, oh, okay. uh, 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 right and and it used to come from the gut and it used to kind of get dissipated uh, uh, across the body and you could see that rush of uh, uh, emotion and earth coming through um uh, right and and see if i mean if you pause and don't indulge in that urge it i from what i see uh, i think it, it typically goes away within probably 3 to 5 minutes uh, range sometimes it is a minute okay. sometimes it is 2 minutes etc and it is always those peaks uh, right okay. um, uh, um, and and if you kind of just pause and if you just take a step back and just observe yourself that 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 kind of brings down the urge bring down brings mm. down the feeling um, uh, right uh, yeah i think that was one and the second part which was very very uh, helpful was also that we, like i didn't want to log i didn't want to argue this with my mind uh, right and logically yeah. defend hey this is a bad activity for you this is not going to help this is uh, because once you get into that conversation see the, i think the the mind knows you better than you know yourself right so it knows your tricks it knows your uh, uh, yes it will outplay you yeah trigger point because it has lived with you for 35 years it knows it knows exactly what to tell you to make you uh, make, make it happen right so uh, yeah so i think i think th- that was one thing which i realized that i don't want to kind of logically have a argument with my mind i think just observing and and trying to see how this feelings both emotionally uh, physically is going through that observation itself uh, right kind of gets you uh, uh, gets the urge to go away Uh, and uh, i i i know we are talking about addiction i'm i'm just i'm just adding a small point here it also helps in anger right whenever you are angry if you are able Correct. to observe uh, both uh, emotionally and physically what you're going through and if you see the gen- genesis of the feeling right and it just stays for like 2 3 minutes and, and it just Correct. goes away uh, yeah. and, uh, but if you start arguing with your mind saying that hey do i have to react to mm-hmm. this uh then you're in a very different state right you will end right. up reacting because mind knows how to get you to uh, uh uh react uh right so yeah i think i think uh, yeah so that was the second one and then the, uh, uh uh to be very uh, uh also kind of candid about this i think uh, whenever i have kind of got gotten certain issues up with so i think one of the things i have felt um very different also uh, i think i have not shared this with uh, with her before but uh, uh, one of the things i have felt was that it was a very non judgmental conversation with her um, uh, right uh, 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 which is also very important because i think absolutely uh, whenever, very helpful yeah i if because i have tried this conversation with uh, uh, let's say uh, friends etc uh, everybody else but it's it's a very different conversation right they they want to tell you what is right what is wrong it, it was here it was not about what finding out what is right what is wrong it is just about going through this journey saying that hey this is something which you are going through if this is the reason why you are doing this do you want to observe it and see if you really want to continue doing it mm. and and if you keep that in mind right so as i said i think i'm i'm not completely out of the wood yet 
when whenever there is a horrible urge and when there's a lot of stress, I do still pick up one or two a day. Sometimes it happens like uh, uh, continuously for two or three days a week. But uh, and but I'm 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 not kind of being judgmental about it because that's something which I've learned with uh, Sudha that I'm not critiquing myself. I'm not saying that oh you know what you gave up so now this is a continuity of activity. I think the so that's key a big healing part. Yeah, absolutely, means, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and and just having that tool with you, just to observe your feelings, both emotionally, physically, I think that's the key, according to me. Uh, okay. And if if that I'm able to kind of continue uh, together uh, as a process, I think I think I should be able to get out of whatever I want to get out of. Uh, uh, I whether it is smoking, shopping, uh, etc. Uh, uh, right. So yeah. That's amazing to hear. I think I, I myself am already taking inspiration. I, I don't think I've ever thought of uh, it as a process. And as you said, I think, uh, you know, when you, when you mentioned just critiquing yourself cannot be part of that process. Like it helps you heal faster. I think that's a really, really great insight. Uh, Sudha, congratulations on Manoj. It's so lovely to hear him talk about his process. And uh, I think it's been so important to him that you've been um, non-judgmental. Can you Tell us uh, a little bit, bit more on this um, awareness that can be, that not can be, that is a, um, a a process and how we have to take things slowly, maybe, and uh, not be so hard on, on ourselves. I think, the uh, you know, when we start to do any work with ourselves, there's that very deep inner critical voice already judging us. And saying, oh, you know, I've come to therapy because I'm wrong or right. And uh, so there's already that inner critical voice. And the idea behind this is really to really to seek that person who you are, you know. So the whole process is only about that. And, um, you know, and therefore, if people begin to understand that, this journey is really to help themselves become who they are, to realize their potential best. You know, I, and I think that's half the battle won. So, so working with a very um, non-judgmental way is to be compassionate to yourself. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a big so part of it. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, can you also, so Manoj was talking about both his shopping addiction and um, nicotine. Um, can you tell us a little bit more, Sudha, on like these different types of addictions that one might not necessarily think is an addiction, right? Um, and uh, what are the kinds of addiction maybe that you you have seen um, in your experience as a therapist working with addiction? Um, I would say now it's such a vast, you know, um, a lot of things come under addiction today. And I think a lot... Uh, you know, uh, you know, every every activity today seems like an addiction. Oh. If you really look at it, yeah. Okay. Anything we are obsessed about, preoccupied about, and which becomes a dopamine-induced environment, you know, is what I would say. You know, is that activity itself has become an addiction? Yeah. 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 So okay. when I talk about that, it could be, I mean, we are, everyone is talking about internet and, yeah. and phone usage. Yeah. Yeah. Social media, one. social media, uh, anything which drags you away from 
you know, your day-to-day -day routine, your relationships, you know, your relationships with people. Are, are you withdrawing and becoming isolated and are you becoming more preoccupied? Because this is giving you a do dopamine-induced environment. I would say is something for us to think about as are we becoming addicted to something or the other? And uh, you were also mentioning, you know, I think your statistic was 2020. So you think also COVID in a way has that had a role to play in addiction yeah. that we're yes. seeing in this yeah. age? Yes, I think so. I think social distancing and, uh, you know, uh, work from home, you know, the hybrid model has had a very, um, I would say, has had a lasting impact on people's minds. And it is really about not having had that connection with people, you know, in person. And okay. the connection became online and really was not the same thing. The second thing was being isolated in one's home, not being mm. able to go out, not having that stimulation of one's environment outside uh, has caused um, a you know, uh, an increase in addiction as a coping mechanism to deal with one's maybe loneliness. I mean, people face death, uh, the loss of jobs, their finances. So there was a huge upheaval of people's needs and, you know, and that connection to the outside world has definitely added to the increase in addiction as a coping, uh, as coping strategies, yeah. So it's not necessarily only um, bad habits as uh, as we used to think previously. Um, Manoj, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. Um, I'm very sure it's going to be a lot a lot of help to people other than yes. me. I've really gained a lot from our yes. conversation today. Uh, Sudha, also thank you so much for joining us. I'm sure we'll have more questions that come in that I will yes. uh, send your way. Yeah. So that's it for today's episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can log on to our website, www.annachandy.com uh, or reach out to us on our social media handles. We are Counselor Anna on Instagram and on all other platforms. Just look for Anna Chandy and Associates. Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you Thank so you. much. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you.